that's where we're going to stop. Uh, on, on Good Friday, we'll, we'll read on the next uh, verses. But that's where we stop at the moment. Like we said this morning, there's so much going on sort of under the surface of this, these conversations and, uh, and answers. I'll just put up uh, uh, just sort of a slow motion of, those, of the first parts of it. Uh, we've said, Pilate has said, there's no basis for a charge. There is no logical, legal reason why Jesus should be punished that's where we got to at the end of verse 40 and between verse 40 and chapter 19 verse 1 there is the word so which is not in the translation just as then but there's a, a therefore in, in, in Greek which is a very strange word to put in isn't it he is innocent therefore I'll have him flogged That's what it says. There's no basis for a charge. Therefore, so, Pilate took Jesus and had him flogged. And uh, so do you remember we had this morning, it, this, the, the narrative keeps going outside and inside. Inside the praetorium, the governor's palace, and outside. So Pilate says, there's no basis for a charge. Uh, and... And so he has Jesus flogged, and we have this remarkable, terrible scene of the soldiers twisting together a crown of thorns and putting it on his head and clothing him in a purple robe and going up to him again and again and saying, Hail, King of the Jews, and giving him blows in the face. It's got the verb to give in there. You think it might be giving something nice. It's giving a blow, giving a a blow to the face uh, just the irony of it uh, kingship is in the, on the agenda so what do the soldiers do they think oh yeah that's a good idea we'll make him a crown we'll make him a crown of these horrible like barbed wire things and we'll ram that down on his head and we'll find him a, a purple robe from somewhere bung it on him and then we'll uh, we'll bow down to him and pretend to worship him. It's the cruelest scene, isn't it? And if you think that what we have here is the most advanced religion that there was in the world at that time, because that's what Judaism was, put it that way, the most advanced religion, and we have the most advanced uh, pagan state, you know, the Roman state, the mighty empire, Pax Romana, all the great achievements of... Uh, of Rome and these two combining together and this is the result and I was just saying to who was I talking to who's Argy's dad what's his name Mike. Mike I was saying to Mike this morning isn't it amazing this shows here the greatness of the love of Jesus Christ and it also shows simultaneously The, the true colours of sin if you give people that opportunity 
be they the most advanced religion or the most advanced civilization or between the two of them, this is what they do. This is what humanity is like vis-a-vis our maker. It's not an anti-Semitic thing. The Jews had a part of it, which we're not going to deny, but the Gentiles had a part in it as well. We're all involved in this. It's a little bit like if you have have a swab taken off your hand... Uh, and if you put it in a petri dish and let it develop, you'll get all sorts of moulds and horrible things growing. And that was on your hand. I mean, usually it doesn't get the chance to develop into that, but it's there all the time. And I think this is what it's saying about human sin. This is what the human heart is like. We're not very nice creatures. Uh, we need forgiveness. Given the opportunity, I mean, who, which of us is going to say that if we'd been there we would have done it different. If we were Pilate, that we would, have, we would not have done what he'd done. Or if we were those, uh, um, those high priests, that we would have done it different. Um, it, yeah, it, it shows us human sin. And then you have all... Uh, Jesus is brought out to them. I'm bringing him out to you to let you know I find no basis for a charge. And they bring out this figure, um, beaten, blood-stained, wearing a crown of thorns and a kingly robe, which presumably is from a charity shop or something. And there is this spectacle of battered humanity and Pilate says behold the man there he is behold the man and I don't know what you think about that scene of Jesus as he was there with the crown of thorns and the purple robe What do you see? Uh, well, the chief priests and the officials, they saw him and they said, crucify him, just get rid of him. He's, you know, we hate him. We don't want him. But I think when we have been converted to Christ, we see something very different. We see somebody who's in that position not because he is wicked, despicable, but we see somebody, I think it comes through the account here, calm, noble, dignified, um, actually in a sense in control of events, not phased, he's not um, shouting back at them, there's this enormous nobility to him, And I think, for a Christian, we see our king there. We see him as a king, doing this for us. Because that's what it took for our salvation. And as we look at him, we're not saying, get rid of him. We're saying, Lord, thank you. I worship this saviour. And when Pilate says, behold the man, I don't think we say, get rid of him, we say, amen.
Yes, we do. We see him. We see our Savior. The Jews, to <coughs> be more precise, the chief priests and their officials say, crucify, crucify. And Pilate, yet again, does his ducking and diving. You do it. You take him. You crucify him. I find no basis for a charge. Uh, and it begins to get very, very ironic. I'm not sure that I'm capable of drawing out the irony, but listen to this sentence, verse 7. We have law. It doesn't even say we have a law. It just says we have law. And according to that law, he must die. Because he made himself the son of God. That's deeply ironic. We have law. We've got law. We have got uh, stuff that you, even you Romans don't have. We are so um, uh, privileged and enlightened and spiritually uh, streets above you guys. We have law. And this is what we understand by this law. That this Jesus must die. Because he made himself son of God. Well, he didn't make himself son of God. He claimed to be son of God. He claimed to be son of God because he was the son of God. But somehow things have got so twisted up. They say, from our knowledge of the Bible, from our deep knowledge of the scriptures, we say, get rid of him. And I'll just take it to that point. And it tells us that when Pilate heard this, he was even more afraid. Uh, and you get a sense of the, the tension of this. You know, they're shouting at one another. Pilate is getting more and more stressed about what this is all going to turn into. Because uh, he's under orders. You know, if, if there's a riot, uh, if, if the, the whole place goes up in smoke, it's going to be his neck on the block. Um, and he's getting more and more fearful. This is out of control. And... We'll take the story on, on Wednesday. Let's pray.